My name is Ray Park, you may know me as playing Darth Maul the Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also Solo at Star Wars Story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast, the force is strong with you all. And remember, sit walk. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best, and may the force be with you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. My name is David. My name is James. Hello there, this is General Kenobi. <laughs> and this is where we talk all things Star Wars. A lot of news has happened, uh, a lot of celebration stuff. Uh, but first, before we talk about any of that stuff, I do want to talk about our very, very great supporters out there on Patreon. Mm-hmm. I want to give a shout out to our tiers, the purple, red, and black tier. On the purple tier, we have Chris Simpson who we hope to see at Celebration. Uh, Kevin Leininger, Devin McCaffrey, Drew Peters, Zach Metzel. On the red tier, we have Fenrir526. That's another person we might, uh, I think we might be able to see at Celebration. Matt Heath, Maya Morris. On the black tier, Maka Tawatala, Nathan Shank, Evan O'Paker, and Liam McCallion, who I'm pretty sure we are going to be able to see at Celebration. And that's part of the news tonight that we are officially um some of us are going to be able to go to (laughs) london and uh, go to celebration so we bought our tickets we bought our plane tickets we have our hotels so we're pretty much locked in so i'm super excited unfortunately james will not be able to join us nope yeah he will break his celebration streak i know so i did florida chicago and anaheim but I will not be doing Europe. And I had my tickets and everything. It just, it just, for one, it came pretty quick. Um, it feels like just yesterday yep. we had Anna celebration Anaheim. And then, um, yeah, it was, it's just, I was like, oh, okay, it's not going to happen for me. But I'm really glad that you, Colin, and Carl are going to go and Josh as well are going to be there. So that's, that's awesome. Uh, hopefully y'all have fun and don't get, too much culture shock when you when you step off the plane there (laughs) and i'm a wuss though because i was i was talking to david about this i was like man like i want to go i mean but i don't know if i could do the flight over the ocean and just looking down and just seeing just ocean like that would freak me out even when we flew to florida i remember looking out being like oh my gosh please just this is kind of scary so yeah and for you you're in california so that flight would be an extra eight hours on top of the 11 hours that I'm flying. <laughs> so yeah, it would have been, it would have been ridiculous. Yeah. To fly to New York and then from New York to fly to, to fly to London would have been just chaos. And uh, yeah, wow. yeah that's expensive right now. Well, James, uh, well, I'm not going either. So if you okay, want well, to feel, podcast, feel you know, yeah, we're just, just going to podcast. Me yes. <laughs> talk <laughs> about American all the cool side. stuff that it's not happening here. So yes. yeah. Well, well, one thing I hope is they break the tradition of that they just did this past year, where they just show the 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 panel for the people who are there, because that was that yeah. was really not cool that they they did that right. last year. Yep. Um, in case y'all didn't know, of course everybody knows who followed us and were hearing us complain like, yeah, we got there, we went to the the Star Wars stage, and they were like, all right, the show started. We're like, okay, and we're looking, and nothing, and nothing. They didn't show anything. So yeah, hopefully. Hopefully in Europe, they will show us the panels that are going to be there. And speaking yeah. of that, we know 
some people are going to be there. They've, it seems like each day they're announcing more people. So what do we, what do we have? What's going on now? So just announced today, um, official picks, uh, D Bradley Baker, who's of course the voice of all the bad, bad batch and the voice from the clone wars, Vivian Lara Blair, who's princess Leia, young princess Leia, the Obi-Wan Kenobi trilogy or series, uh, Anthony Daniels, C3PO. And I think Anthony Daniels goes to, I don't think he's missed a celebration that I can think of. No, I've never. Yeah. No. And of course, Ashley Eckstein, voice of Ahsoka Tano in so many different animated series. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito, Moff Gideon, who's one of my personal favorites, who I got to see in person at uh, at the, uh, help me out here. San Antonio. To, yeah, San Antonio Car Show and <laughs> something. The superhero car show and Comic Con. Yeah. There goes. Matt Lanter, who is the voice of Anakin Skywalker and also made a cameo appearance on, on, I believe, I'm trying to remember the name of that ship from the Mandalore. Mandalore in season one. He was a guy wearing oh, the, the uh, yeah, he was one of the, I believe uh, he was wearing the Stormtrooper boots and uh, he was called Egghead by Bill Burr. And of course, Indira Varma, uh, Tala from Obi-Wan Kenobi. She gave a great acting performance in that show and made me a really big fan. Of course, she's a veteran of big time TV shows with Game of Thrones, so she'll be there. Um, that was actually announced a couple days ago, but the new announcement today, the big one, of course, is Hayden Christensen, Anakin Skywalker, That's who's awesome. going to be in more stuff. Uh, he's going to be in the Sokotano series. Dennis Lawson, classic character in Wedge Antilles. He's from the United Kingdom, uh, so hopefully it's not too too much of a drive for him. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen, it'll be his first celebration. Of course, so he's Gail cool. Nurso. Yeah, he's so awesome. A big time actor. He's done so many things. He's done Hannibal. He was in the uh, first Daniel Craig James Bond. Katie Sackhoff, of course, Bo-Katan Kreese. I got to see her in Houston at Comic Palooza. Of course, James Arnold Taylor, the voice of Obi Wan Kenobi. Surprisingly, there are still tickets available for celebration. If you go to celebration, mm-hmm. starwarscelebration.com and click on buy tickets, you can buy individual day tickets. The four day passes sold out in the first like 10 minutes or something way back when, when they originally went on sale. Cool. If you go now, you can buy them and you, and you can use your credit card. I had someone actually contact me today and say, Hey, can you help me with this? And they said, My PayPal's not working to purchase tickets. I don't know what part of the country or what part of the world this person was from, but it, that might have had something to do with that. I'm, mm. I'm not quite sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I I'm definitely taking a visa or MasterCard or something like that to, to this celebration. And of course, everything that's priced out is priced in Euro since it's happening in Europe. And we bought, we had to, we had to still buy Josh's tickets. So, course we had to buy the individual day tickets and when you purchase it initially in dollars it was something like 336 dollars or something yeah but it comes course, up to like 80 some odd dollars per ticket so when, when when it does when the conversion happens though it came out to over 400 dollars ouch <laughs> yeah i know i purchased every single ticket so yeah <laughs> but um yeah. but uh but that i mean I'm really glad 
like you know Jim, you know Giancarlo Esposito and you know Hayden Christensen are going to be going because it, it is it is kind of a the trip and everyone else of course but because it, yeah, it is a trip you know to go over there to to Europe for this and um that's really cool that they're all going to be there and I wonder who else they're going to announce I wonder if uh, Pedro Pascal is going to be there um if um I don't know, Diego Luna is going to show up. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's just really cool to think about who else they could announce. I think they're all going to be there. It's just a question of, are they going to sign? Um, right. I don't know if we kind of know how this actually works. Are there like a certain number of slots that are allowed? Because we all know that Hayden Christensen didn't sign or do photo ops at last celebration. So, I think that was that was a huge kind of shock to a lot of people. A lot of people really wanted to to get his autograph. General Kenobi being one of them. I did. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah it, it it was it was kind of weird watching him walk around yes. and like he was going to different people's signing yes. booths, and I'm like, yes, why exactly. aren't you signing, man? But um, yeah, it's they they get paid pretty nicely. I, I I think it was just negotiations, which is ironic. But uh, yeah, I, I think his his price for his signing is something north of two hundred euros. So yeah, that's uh, that's kind of a lot of uh, money there for an autograph. I believe is it an autograph or a photo op? Did you check, General Kenobi? Uh, I think they're usually priced around about the same. Uh, so I would say it's for an autograph. Uh, I haven't checked uh, for the photo ops because I, you know, don't want to torture myself anymore since I'm not going. But okay, uh, I'm on the official website right now for official picks. Uh, photo op and at the table autograph is two hundred and nine and ninety nine pants. I don't know euros. So two hundred and nine <laughs> euros. So <laughs> you're like whatever those are. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I was on a few pages today and and going through social media and a lot of people who hadn't kind of experienced this type of thing before did bring up the fact that it was a lot of money for an autograph and and brought up the fact that carrie fisher back in 2016 signed for only 50 dollars or 50 euros or something and it's like yeah you think back and it's it's like yeah the the further you go back that the cheaper things are and the cheaper the experiences are and the more you move into the future, it's just going to get more expensive. So yeah, absolutely, you really got to keep that in mind. And especially if you go to other conventions, if you go to Comic Palooza like I did in Houston, Katie Sackhoff was actually, I think, something like $60 less expensive for her signing and oh. photo op compared to Star Wars Celebration. So if you want to be kind of strategic, you can kind of look to see if they're ever going to come by. I know Katie Sackhoff has been to London a couple times for, for different conventions right. so it's it's a lot cheaper there but to get that celebration watermark on the back and be with with your person from star wars i think that's kind of the ultimate you're kind of paying for that i think to be uh, at star we... wars celebration and to be with the, with that particular star wars person personality it's just the best we're we're really weird in that if we see that celebration logo on something, we're like, oh, we gotta buy. It. You know what I mean? Like a coffee mug yep. with a Star Wars celebration. I was like, oh, I gotta get that. You know what I mean? It, it's just, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like I bought two watch bands from there because it said 
Star Wars Celebration on the actual watch band. Nice. And I was like, I gotta get it, man. I gotta get it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And but to bring uh, up a good point, man, because I I got Katie Sackhoff's uh autograph in twenty nineteen in Chicago. And she back then she was still just the voice, right? Of of mm-hmm. Katan. She had not come out live action. And I wanna say I paid like maybe like fifty bucks, maybe like seventy five bucks, like tops. Mm. Wow. And then I got her autograph uh on on the actual figure, you know, right? Since you know, after that she she actually got figures. Uh, down here in San Antonio, uh last year she was here uh, at a small show. And dude, that was like a hundred and twenty-five, I think. Oof. So I was like, dude, like two years different well, maybe like three years, let's say, right? Difference. I was like, that's that's quite the jump. So I would say, you know. If you really want somebody's autograph or, you know, photo op, I'd say you try to jump on it, like, as as soon as you can, right? Because, like David mentioned, I think they're just going to keep going up, honestly. Mm. I'm like okay. Repop. I think we're just going to keep <laughs> saying it's Repop's fault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I'm looking at Katie Sackhouse prices here for photo op. She's 109 euros. And at the table for an autograph, it's 99 euros. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Cool, and I think right? it has something to say about Katie Sackhoff's character too. I think she's going to have a huge role yes. in season oh, yeah. three. I agree. Um, yeah. It was awesome when she took that helmet off in season Dude, two. Right? I was like, yeah. "Oh, I remember yeah. yelling like this is pretty cool." Oh, absolutely. Well, hey, up? Welcome to our uh, welcome to our podcast today. Hey, hey. hello. <laughs> Mark saying, Hamill. Oh man, don't. would be would be big time. I think Mark Hamill could probably charge like three hundred dollars for his yeah. autograph, and people he can will charge pay whatever it. he wants. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say, and, and I would <laughs> gladly pay it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, and if Harrison Ford were to show up, he could probably charge five hundred. He doesn't. He's, but <laughs> he doesn't need to do. You know what I mean? Like he's Harrison well, James. Ford. Yeah, I mean, you say that, but I mean, you still got to pay taxes on stuff, James. <laughs> he's 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 doing good. He's doing pretty good. I don't yeah, think he needs to do autographs. Yeah, he's doing real well. <laughs> so yeah, Rolando says hello. What's up, Rolando? Hey, what's going on, Rolando? What else we got today? I know we had the celebration. Y'all are going, and I'm not. Big news. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> and then we, uh, the names are announced, and I think they're gonna just keep announcing the closer we get, and it's. It's gonna be here really, really quick. It's gonna be here oh, very, yeah. very, very, very. It's soon. actually sixty-six days from now. That's Yikes. crazy. That yeah, that's insane. I actually thought it was pretty surprising that they announced somebody as big as Hayden Christensen this early on. Uh, you know, they usually uh, announce, you know, like the Ewan McGregor's like that, like towards the last, uh, you yeah, know, true. release of of the uh, of the names. They they sort of start off small, but I mean, Hayden. I mean, that's that's about as Huge. big as it gets. Yeah. Can you imagine if Liam Neeson goes? Oh man! Like, stop it, James. In the woods, man. Stop it! Just <laughs> keep torturing me with. And it's funny how you said Dennis Lawson's going to be there, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's how he got the part for for Star Wars because he was right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they they put out a casting call for local actors. Yeah, there. Yeah, see. Yes, put exactly. Out a call for, for local actors, and he was probably like, "All right, yeah, let me do it." Yeah. Like, all those all those guys were probably like, "Oh yeah, let's try it out." Yeah, and then he got. There. He got super lucky. He was in all three of them. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Star Wars has a lot of roots over there. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if every single person, every single living actor or anyone that had anything to do with the original trilogy kind of does show up to the celebration. And we might just be like wandering the show floor and like 
rubbing shoulders with people that have been in the original trilogy. That'd be but, so cool. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's an awesome thing. I'm keeping my streak alive. I thought about that. I've I've Ooh. been to Anaheim 2015. <laughs> then I went to Orlando where I met Colin and slept next to James but never met him. Um, <laughs> 2019, we went to Chicago, James, myself, Joseph, Colin. Um, and then 2020 never happened because of the pandemic. Then 2022, we were back at Anaheim. James didn't ha- James had to just like drive five minutes to the oh, It was the best. It was <laughs> I had to drive four thousand miles. <laughs> yeah. It was so cool that I was like, I'm just gonna drive over here, park my car, walk in, and when I'm ready, I'm like, I'm gonna go home now. And I just got in my car and drove home and it was awesome yeah. it was the coolest thing ever and uh yeah i'm never gonna forget that that how just how convenient it was that it was here in anaheim so the next thing i want to talk about does anyone did anyone have any idea that yesterday was a sokatano day i had no idea like what yeah. what makes it a sokatano day like exactly. what is, is it what date like what was it it was july or Jan- july january 29th Yes, I had no idea either. I had to look this up. So according to Google, Ahsoka Tano Day is an annual online celebration of all things Ahsoka Tano started by Twitter user at Ahsoka Tano, Tano's Life at Ahsoka Tano's Life back in 2015. Okay. So why did they pick today? Yeah, that's, cool. that's the only excellent. Yeah, it's like, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So, hey. Of course, we have two Ahsoka Tanos mm-hmm. that are living and breathing, Ashley Eckstein and, of course, Rosario Dawson. So Ashley Eckstein does a lot of stuff with fans in regards to Ahsoka Tano. She's very active on social media, and she actually posted it. I didn't see the post uh, on social media, but she did talk about it. So she went to Batu East, which is in Florida, and they took a bunch of pictures. Of course, you take your lightsaber. It's at night where they kind of do the big photo op. And I got some photos here for watching us on YouTube. That's awesome. So right in front of the Falcon at Batu East, you can see Ashley Eckstein there. And if you look closely, you might see a couple of Star Wars Stuff podcast members in there. So that's right. Colin and Brooke got to... Meet Ashley Eckstein once again. I, I'm not sure how many times I've met her. I, I think for Colin, in 2017 Orlando, she came up to us waiting in line and she gave us cupcakes. But Ooh. Brooke and Colin got to meet her right in front of the Falcon. So awesome. And That's get this photo cool. op. So, yeah. Oh. Brooke is a huge, a massive Ahsoka Tano fan. I oh, yeah. You can tell by her backpack, her... In her sure. shirt that she's wearing, that she's a huge. And fan. I she believe also, she has a tattoo. She, as I well. think she has two tattoos. There's, of a yeah, Sokotano. she has a tattoos, yeah. which are pretty cool. Yeah. So, so awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome. And Matt and of course, says, "Oh, I'm sorry, I was going to say." Uh, Matt says the, the day the character was debuted on the show in 2008 was today's date. So that is ah, uh, uh, okay, that makes sense. Or yesterday's date makes more sense. And of course, Matt was there. What a jerk. Matt was there um, too. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was funny because I had heard something about her being at Batu, and I was at I was at Disneyland yesterday and I got kind of excited. And it wasn't. It, it was Batu East, not Batu West. So I'm a little I'm a little upset she did not come to uh, California for that. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool though. 
Yeah, at Celebration 2022 in Anaheim, I did buy an Ahsoka shirt with the Ahsoka, that first logo with the World Between Worlds kind of in mm. the back of the of the uh, typeface there. And I'm anticipating it's it's going to be one of the best shows. Filoni is, has full control, no interference. This is his baby from scratch that he's going to do everything that he wants to do. He's hyped it up to where he was on set one day and he said, I just filmed something that's been tumbling around in my head for years. And I think he said he cried or something. <laughs> so my hype level is kind of through the roof here, guys. Oh, yeah. So I, I think it's going to deliver. I, I think it's going to be pretty good. I think there's going to be lots of surprises. It's it's It has the feeling, and I think we all feel like it's going to be almost like a sequel to the Rebels animated show in a yes. way. Yeah. And you figure you're going to get certain characters oh, yeah. reprising those those classic roles now from Rebels. So I'm hyped up about it. And we don't know when it's going to premiere. We do know when Mandalorian Season 3 is going to drop. That's going to be in March. And, of course, we're going to get Skeleton Crew hopefully sometime this year in an Acolyte. But going back to our stories here that we want to talk about, um, unfortunately... And maybe fortunately, I don't know, it depends on how you look at it. Um, the Force Awakens got knocked off its perch at the box office <laughs> by uh, none other by than <laughs> blue cat people. Jeez. <laughs> oh, my. James Cameron has three movies in the top five highest grossing films of all time. Right. That's that disgusting. Insane. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's it still feels kind of wrong, to be honest. I, eh, I don't know. I haven't seen it, so I can't really comment. But it's that's great. Maybe that's uh, <laughs> maybe that's a little bit of a comment, actually, because I, I don't. I'm not really drawn to it, to be honest with you. Like, I'm not in any sort of hurry to see it. Like, I don't well, what's know. funny was a lot of people were saying that, like on TikTok and on social media. Everybody was like, "I don't. I do not want to watch this movie. Like, this does not look great." And blah. And then the movie comes out, and it's still number one at the box office since it's yeah, released. yeah, and exactly. Like, and it, and people still... are watching this movie. <laughs> oh, absolutely, and in droves apparently because it keeps just beating record after record. And so I don't know. I guess. Uh, I mean. Not, I guess. I I know I'm in the minority on this one because <laughs> the numbers, you know, don't lie. I guess. <laughs> Did you see it, David? I saw it twice. Oh wow! <laughs> see, there you go. See, that's why. That's why it's still making all its money. <laughs> well, see, I I I've seen it twice, but I haven't seen it in 3D yet, which is crazy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But I but I, I, I can't remember good. what the circumstance was, but I think I had to like kind of convince my wife to go see it. And then she just fell in love with it. We saw it at <laughs> uh, the Cibolo Santicos and AVX. Mm, and she loved it. The, the thing about this movie, it's three hours, ten minutes long. But it's a time machine because it doesn't feel like three minutes nope. or three hours, ten minutes. It feels more like a two-hour movie. It, it doesn't feel long, which is odd. I don't know what kind of like that james cameron has has achieved but if you look at this frame i have here up on youtube if you're watching us youtube twitch twitter facebook none of this is real it's all fake even the water is not even real they 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 figured they they cracked the code 
for the uncanny valley with water. That's why apparently it takes so long to make these movies between Avatar 1 and 2. He cracked, even though he still made the actors dive in water and have those effects kind of on the hair so they can, I guess, mimic the hair on the avatars. But just a huge achievement in in filmmaking. And the CGI, they just really stepped their game up. And you can tell when you go back to look at the original Avatar compared to Way of Water. It's it's not it's night and day, day but... You, for me, you it was can, night and day. <laughs> I don't think it's night and day, but you can tell the subtle differences. And, and you can tell that that there was there, there was some upscaling there. And av- the, the first Avatar was actually released last year around the October time frame. I wanted to go out and see it, but I never made the chance. But they re-released it in HDR in the same... Uh, frame rates that um, Way of Water got released. And there's so many different versions of Avatar Way of Water to watch as well. There's just a standard film version. Then, of course, there's AVX, and there's high frame rate, then there's 3D, then there's IMAX. So if you're kind of a real cinephile and you want to watch all versions, I guess, compare them, I guess, you can do that. So Yeah. Stop There's giving that. them money, please. They but uh, more than enough, okay. But not, a legacy of nerds says the water is real. They were in tanks. No, yeah, they they filmed it in in the in the tanks. They filmed all of that in the tanks. But to to do some of the effects and to get the close ups, like that's all CG, like water. But it, and it's weird to think like David was explaining it. It was like it's all fake, but they actually did it underwater. And it's like, like, <laughs> like why do it underwater if you're if it's if you're, I don't know. It was really, it's really weird. But I will say, when they did jump into the water for the first time in this movie, my mouth dropped. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is amazing!" Like it just, it looked so beautiful. And I, and I went all out my first time. I saw it IMAX 3D. So, um, yeah. for me, it was just, it was so beautiful. I saw it on the biggest screen I could here in Anaheim, and it was so great. So yeah, and I'll read the uh, little uh, blurb on Variety here. Um, it starts with Pandora is more powerful than a galaxy far, far away. Avatar The Way of Water has passed Star Wars The Force Awakens as the fourth highest grossing movie of all time. Director James Cameron's sci-fi epic has now earned $2.075 billion <laughs> at the global box office. The Force Awakens, another sci-fi sequel released long after previous installments, finished its theatrical run with $2.064 billion after hitting theaters in December 2015. With the with this latest box office milestone, Cameron now has three of the top four highest grossing movies in history. The original Avatar is still the champion, while Titanic sits in third place. And they're going to re-release Titanic. I know this is not Star Wars, but they're going to re-release Titanic in next month for Valentine's Day. Yeah, and it still Day counts weekend. towards the box office too. And it still counts toward the box office. I wonder if he's going to beat Endgame with with Titanic, like. Oh my Titanic god! Is going to shoot that, past the game, and then so now he'll have one, two, and four, and then Avatar: Way of Water is still just pump, just bringing in money. So there is a possibility James Cameron will have the top three highest grossing films of all time. I That's don't want to live in this world. That's disgusting. That's so wrong. <laughs> but man, he knows. He knows what he's doing. Like you can't. Yeah, I mean, uh, apparently so. Movies. Like I said, you know, I'm, I am definitely the minority on this one. But uh, hey, not, I'm, I'm sure James Cameron is very worried what I think about. You know, as he's counting his literal billions <laughs> in profits. But uh, 
uh, yeah, that's just crazy. I, I will say this though, like, and something that you were mentioning. This this is the kind of movie that is absolutely made for the big screen, right? Oh, so yeah. um, if if anybody you know is for some reason still haven't seen it, I do recommend you see it uh, in theaters. That is one thing I will say. Uh, again, me personally, I don't necessarily feel the the need to, but um, if I had any interest on this, I'd definitely rush to the theaters to see it and the biggest screen I could. Uh, because yeah, it's just it's meant for the big screen, right? It was designed yeah. and, for it. So, and rumor has it, uh, this is coming from his own mouth. Is his third draft, his third script he turned in. They gave him a page of notes, and they said that's amazing. And his fourth movie he turned in, they didn't give him any notes. They were just like, oh my gosh, and that's all they told him. And he was like, any notes? They're like, no, this is it's perfect. So. It's just going to get better and better. And this oh, kind yeah. of was, is weird because Star Wars is the biggest franchise science fiction. But then you have Avatar making more money at the box office. Yeah. And Avatar is an original idea. You know what I mean? Like Avatar is like, sure. a gen, like this generations of Star Wars in a weird way. and But it doesn't have the cultural impact that Star Wars did. Like people yeah, aren't wearing very weird. Very yeah. weird. People aren't wearing Avatar shirts. People aren't buying nope. Avatar toys and collecting the toys and nope. not really posters. It's it's weird that people are watching this movie, yeah. but it doesn't have that that impact that Star Wars does, and it's so weird. I don't know. I can't I can't explain that. I remember they were talking about it after the first one came out, and nobody could explain it how it was the biggest movie of all time, but nobody talks about it, and it's. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it is very uh, contained, like you said, you know, to to the movies, right? To to the to yeah, the box just, office, and yeah, you watch it, it and you're like, like great, and then you know and what then, I mean, like you it, don't yeah. have Avatar parties or anything. But who knows? Yeah. Maybe after the third one, yeah, because that's another thing is the gap, the gap between the, the first and the second one. Now the third and fourth, and maybe even the fifth one are going to be within the twenties right now. So that may impact. The, yep. the pop cultural uh, relevance. I don't know. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, man. Yeah. Agreed. They knew what they were doing back in the in the seventies, oh, yeah. and they when they were promoting that movie, man. They they knew, and it's almost like Fox had no idea with Avatar. They're like, well, maybe, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe this is gonna work. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty great. Welcome yeah, to our Avatar terrible. podcast. There's no Avatar stuff podcast for a good reason because yeah. <laughs> we would just talk Same. about the first two movies and that's it. and that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have so many Avatar tidbits in my in my mind too, and I think I do want to talk about them. Uh oh. So here's what. We, okay, I know we're talking about. <laughs> do what you do, James. Do what if you do. James Cameron, if James Cameron was. As smart as he is, because he's a genius, not just with movies, but like if you ever like look into his life, he is insanely smart. Right. If he was as smart he as started off as a truck driver. Yes. A truck driver. And he saw Star Wars. And that was it. And yeah, that was it. Him, I think Ridley Scott and a whole list and slew of other filmmakers. But it, it's very interesting to hear James Cameron talk about. It. But go on, James. Yeah. James Cameron should do comic books, TV shows, other things. I think if he were to tap into that, he may be able to make Avatar kind of a big, a bigger thing than just the movies. 
Yeah. But he's he's just focusing on these movies, and he always says it has to be seen on the big screen. So for him, I think that's his vision is just never going to be this. It's always going to be this, which is why I think Star Wars is great because Star Wars is this, and then Star Wars can also go here and make this even better than than the bigger thing, you know. And I think Cameron is not going to do that with Avatar, but if he were to do that, I think it would be a little different going forward. But. There's also a really, really interesting, thought-provoking interview between James Cameron and George Lucas. Oh, yeah. Um, They talk to each other. There's a table in between them. And James Cameron brings up why and what Star Wars is. And he talked about Star Wars being a kind of a mirror to what society was at the time with Vietnam and how you saw the Empire... And you saw the rebellion as certain factions. You could correlate them to the Viet Cong of Vietnam and the empire would be the big machine that was rolling in. Mm-hmm. And it's very interesting to, to see that. And I've seen other stuff where people in other parts of the world, um, primarily in the Middle East, they talk about how we see Star Wars and it's from America. And it's like, why don't you see our point of view? You know? It's like we're fighting the empire on our side, and you made a movie about it. So, <laughs> why does that's, that not jive? I think that's that's a very interesting that is a thing in our reality. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> kind of messes with you. Think about yeah. it. And people say Star Wars was what was that? Some people said Star Wars is too woke. I was like, did you see the original one? Like what he was trying to do <laughs> with that yeah. original Star Wars? Movie? Exactly. It was woke before people even realized it was that was the word that he that would describe it. Yeah. And, yeah. And, part of the genius of star Wars is, is that commentary that George Lucas put into these films yeah. amongst even, all the other things that we kind of celebrate and commend and award. I mean, that's, that's, I think true genius back then to, to weave that in and to have that be a thing. So. And also go to the prequels, Palpatine rising to power, Palpatine getting all that power what was going on in the early 2000s with (laughs) 9-11 and the current president and how much power was too much for him and how everybody was kind of like, whoa, this is kind of weird. Then you watch Attack of the Clones or Revenge of the Sith and you're like, oh, crap. Like he was, he was, yeah. So, yeah, Yeah, if you're not with me, you're my enemy. That's the phrase that that George Bush made. You made me think about uh, that meme when, uh, (laughs) when they had young Leia in cuffs uh, in a, in the Obi-Wan Kenobi show mm-hmm. and the stormtrooper is asking the other one, why do we have like child size handcuffs? He's like, <laughs> he's like, are we the bad guys? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Why, why do they have child size? <laughs> well, man, that's true. That's true. I didn't yeah. think about that, but, yeah. uh, but yeah, but I, I, I've seen that interview and I think that's James Cameron's, I think it's called, like look at science fiction or something like it's, he has a bunch of directors, Ridley Scott. Um, I think uh, like Cronenberg, George Lucas, I think Paul Verhoeven, I can never say his last name. And a few others are like the pioneers of science fiction. And, right. uh, and yeah, but like we said, avatar will never be star Wars, but it's crazy that avatar is huge. is making as much money as it is. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe the wow. next star Wars movie will make as much money. What do we think? Depends. It all yeah, depends. Twenty twenty five. I mean, yeah, it's it's been a little drought now since twenty nineteen. Yep. It's going to be six years, and 
I know everyone's heard me on the podcast just kind of like almost scream and shout about the fact that Star Wars should drop at least one film a year. Agreed. Christmas time would be great. Maybe kind of stagger it. I don't know. But of course, bringing up Avatar, that's a huge property that Disney owns now. And the original plan was a Star Wars movie, then the next year an Avatar movie, then the next year a Star Wars movie. But this new rumored plan of dropping a Star Wars movie in 2025, 26, 27, that's going to fall on an Avatar year. And um, I don't know what's going to happen. Celebration should clear up a lot of things. Uh, Damon Lindelof, who um, I've been a fan of for a long time, he should be at Celebration. Hopefully he is. It's, it's not a certainty, but hopefully he rolls across that stage and uh, gives us the true breakdown of what these films are going to be, what they are. And there was a rumored report that came out. I think it was Jeff Snyder again. He went on a podcast and he talked about Damon Lindelof uh, right there. If you're watching us on YouTube, he's okay. On. Good. I was going to say, wait, that's Damon. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you didn't know that was him? <laughs> no, no. Cause you said Jeff. Um... Yeah. Jeff Snyder is reporting that yeah. the, uh, he's got new information and he is uh, known as an insider. Um, he got information that he was kind of incorrect when he first stated that the lead for the new Damon Lindelof possible trilogy uh, of films um, is a female person of color. But uh, apparently there's going to be a male lead person of color uh, as mm-hmm. well. So the new, I guess, rumor, if you're um, into following these rumors, is that uh, it's going to be male led. And there's going to be a co-star that's a female person of color. Hmm. So, and of course, he made an incredible show in uh, in the Watchmen on HBO. Very, very interesting. Very thought-provoking. Um, very entertaining. Um, so, his and of course, he was behind Lost with uh, Car- Carlton Cuse. And JJ only filmed the first episode of Lost. And people always associate Lost with JJ Abrams, but it's really this is the guy Damon Lindelof behind that entire show no matter what you think about the ending. And uh, <laughs> and a lot like James Gunn, he actually went back and forth with fans uh, in the early days of the internet about the ending of the show. And he tried to... And a lot like Ryan Johnson, too, because it was so controversial. Um, and David Lindelof actually said that he, he, he um, had to seek out therapy afterwards to kind of deal with it Yikes. all because it was such a huge thing and pop culture and people would not stop talking about it and yeah. probably was getting harassed online. And uh, we all, we all know that people that uh, are in these positions that make these shows that act in, in the shows and the films um, get paid a lot of money, but they're still people, you know I mean? They still sure. have feelings. You got to take that into consideration and, I mean, it's it. You go through a lot still, even though you make millions of dollars and mm-hmm. and and get the all the acclaim and the renown, and you have a career. I mean, it's still. I mean, you every. every I mean, you just got to be a, a decent human being, and <laughs> yeah. I think that's something that, that Star a lot of Star Wars fans really need to take into consideration um, moving forward. If they don't like something, I mean. There, there's always going to be more Star Wars, different mm. things, and we're all different. We all see things differently, and cinema moves in cycles. Pop culture goes in cycles. So, 
things come and they go. But uh, also Skeleton Crew, I wanted to bring this up. It has wrapped uh, in all intents and purposes. Uh, there's going to be some stuff shot on shot later on, according to a report. But it seems like principal photography is pretty much done. Um, I think scheduled reshoots are, are going to happen, but that's just the typical thing. Um, nothing major behind the scenes um, happened that I don't think any of us are aware of. I, I think there were a couple of reports stating that the crew uh, weren't as, I'm not quite sure if it was this show. I'm getting them all confused now because this Ahsoka and Mando season three, all kind of shot at the same kind of time and kind of cross timelines here. But um, I think there was some, uh, there was, there was a social media post by the stunt team and they made a post saying that's a wrap on skeleton crew. Then they had to quickly take it down because of course, Lucasfilm doesn't want them talking about this and um, for whatever reason doesn't want the public to know. But um, that that post came out. The stunt crew was like probably not aware of the whole mystery box situation that Star Wars is in and and all the other franchises that are very secretive. But uh, yeah, post was made. But I'm really looking forward to this. Um, There is an actual synopsis. I know I get a lot of people asking me about skeleton crew i'll bring that up and they kind of want an explanation and there's a pretty good explanation of of what skeleton crew is um and this is off of bestman bulletin and here's a synopsis skeleton crew was created by john watts who directed the spider-man um home trilogy with um i'm blanking on his name now um who played spider-man Tom Holland and Christopher Ford, who did Chaos Walking with, I believe, Daisy Ridley, um, and focuses on a group of children lost in the galaxy attempting to find their way back home. The series is led by Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore, and Captain Marvel star Jude Law, and is expected to release sometime this year exclusively on Disney Plus. So it's on the way. We don't know what's, when it's going to drop. Probably get details at celebration. So. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Hopefully Jude Law walks across that stage and uh, it's another celebrity you get to see with my own eyes. Um, It'd be cool to to see him kind of embrace the fandom in Star Wars. And I think Jude Law has done a couple of like really quick red carpet type interviews. And he said that uh, he's, uh, of course, I mean, you're going to say that uh, the the show that you're working on is great, but he has said so much that, yeah, it's a good one. So it's, um, going to be Star Wars's kind of answer to uh, a Stranger Things type of show. And it's going to take place after Return of the Jedi during the Mandalorian time frame. And we're still waiting. Maybe we'll get an announcement on that big climactic event that's going to take place that uh, Kathleen Kennedy talked about um, at that investor call where all the shows kind of run together and lead up. So... Well, I'm excited about the part of, uh, of being a new region of space, right? It's supposed to be uh, one that we have never seen before. So, and I know that Ahsoka is also going to dabble in that. Um, so, I'm, I'm assuming at this point, you know, the the big bad it might be coming out of that region, right? And I don't know if that's going to be Thrawn per se, like if he's going to be the Thanos, you know, to bring a to bring this show together and bring all these cast members together. Um, 
but I am excited because it's it's been a while uh, since we've had, you know, like an unknown regions or, you know, like a Yuzum Vong, like distant galaxy type of thing uh, in the lore, right? Like it, it's been a while. Yeah, we've had, you know, one or two planets here and there, but like a whole, you know, new region of space. Like it's it's been a minute. So I'm looking forward to that part. Um, I hope they handle it well. And I hope it gives us, you know, plenty of new stories to to spring up from that. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, actually. Uh, the Unknown Regions. That, I think, is kind of the perfect vehicle to have a jump-off point for the rest of Star Wars TV and yeah. film. Because we have no idea what happens out there. Exactly. It has no connection to anything we've kind of really known before. Yep. And I think Filoni kind of had that Lucasfilm foresight and said, well, let's throw Thrawn and Ezra out there and we'll just go chase after them. And that'll be the next thing we do. So Star Wars, I think, is set up the way I think Kathleen Kennedy wanted to kind of start off from after the sequel trilogy. But I know uh, we mentioned on the podcast that it's possible that she retires after Indiana Jones. So that's a right. possibility as well. Um, but yeah, the Unknown Region stuff, it's... Um, they can do pretty much anything. Hopefully, Filoni yeah. and Favreau at the helm of that, and they uh, they have a plan that's uh, entertaining and that can kind of live up to what George Lucas started in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. James, have any thoughts on the unknown regions? It's it's unknown. <laughs> no um it's a region it's a yes. region no no it, it, it's just cool to think that there's there's if the, if they do this right like general kenobi's like if, if it's done right it could open up so much more and it could be so cool um we just we just have to see how they handle how they handle it with skeleton crew and it's kind of crazy we have no idea what it's about we haven't you know we have no idea i mean we, yeah we know what it's about but we really don't know the tone of it we really don't know how they're gonna how they're gonna do this and we keep saying it's like disney's answer to star wars's answer to stranger things like our is it, it, it i just hope it delivers i just hope it really the first episode we're all just gonna be like oh this is gonna be great um i'm just gonna hold hold my judgment back until until it comes out so yeah we'll see yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if you guys get to see something, you know, juicy in a celebration uh, for all these shows. I would say for sure Ahsoka. I I, I got to believe that, you know, Filoni is going to be pushing that pretty hard. Um, but it would be so awesome to see, you know, for, of course, you know, a little bit more of the other shows. If we win the lottery. Yeah. yeah oh, jeez. Yeah. If I fly all the way over to London <laughs> from Texas... Don't talk hey, and don't win Colin. the lotteries. Yeah, <laughs> Colin it's gonna will be kind of disappointing. <laughs> yeah, Colin, yeah, I don't know what Colin would do. Colin would just start crying. I'm just kidding. No, I, I would be sad for Colin if he didn't get into any of the panels because that is kind of heartbreaking. You go all yeah. the way to London, you paid all that money, and you can't even watch a panel. One of them, yeah. So, I mean, that's what happened to me. I didn't get in one panel uh, that was like lottery, I didn't win one. I think they saw that I lived in Anaheim and they were like, this guy doesn't need to get into any of them. He's fine. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was thinking about that today. I was like, man, we didn't, we didn't get the podcast stage. We applied for that, but I won every single lottery that I applied for except the Mando panel, but I was going to meet you and McGregor at that time anyways. So mm -hmm. 
It's like the Star Wars gods kind of like looked favorably. Looked down upon me. Yeah, favorably. Nice. So yeah, it, it all kind of worked out. Yeah. And I only and... got into the uh Tales of the Jedi uh one. And ah, okay. James it, was there. It, it, yeah, and it, it, it ended up probably being a really right good next panel, to him. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. And it ended up being you know surprisingly really good panel, right? With Maloney awesome. and then you know yeah. they showed us one episode and all that stuff, right? Um so you know I managed to sort of kind of sneak my way into the Kenobi premiere live. Uh, that was, yeah, not, I'm not super proud of that, but yeah, you uh, told the story on the am. previous podcast. Exactly. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, there are ways I'm just saying, you know, I, I have full confidence in your powers of the force to uh, Jedi mind trick some people out there. So I'm sure you'll get in. <laughs> oh man. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a tough one to swallow if, if I can't if you get, don't get into, any of them, yeah. If they have like a main Lucasfilm panel in London, and they're gonna have, I mean, it, that that's almost like kind of like a shotgun shot with all the stuff that they're gonna release, and then they have the individual. I'm th- I'm thinking they're gonna have an Ahsoka panel. I'm thinking they're gonna have a Mando season three panel, and then possibly they'll have the kids from Skeleton Crew and Jude Law up there, and then maybe they show yeah. us like 15 minutes or something, kind of like what they did with uh, Mando in Chicago. Um see I I don't think I don't think it's going to be that. I don't think that's going <laughs> to happen. I really you don't. I really don't think that's going to happen. I really don't think they're going to have a panel like that and it's everyone's going to be really disappointed when it's all done cuz they're going to be like what about this and then like 2 weeks after celebration they're going to start dropping news about something else. Cuz for some odd reason celebration they don't usually drop like dates or anything or anything juicy like that they'll just show you one thing and then they'll, they'll be like all right yeah we'll let you know soon like like we didn't know about indiana jones the date until two months ago and when they showed the poster at celebration no they didn't even show anything at celebration like it was just the music and say hey it's coming out and nothing you didn't hear any, like the title nothing so i think at this celebration they may do a mando thing and they may do an Ahsoka thing, but I think that's it. I don't think you're going to hear anything about Skeleton Crew the whole week. We're there. Y'all are there. So. Yeah, I was going to say that. I think I lied earlier. I don't have a streak of solid celebrations because there's a celebration in 2016 in London that happened mm-hmm. at the Excel Center. None of us, I don't think, went to that. And they um, didn't drop anything. The only thing they did was release the Rogue One trailer. Well, they had a Rogue One panel that uh, Gwen yeah. Christie hosted, and then... That was like that played Bay's Malbus that he died in the movie. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. But that was like that was like the big thing. That was the movie. That was like Star Wars doing the movie each year. And it was like, oh my gosh, this is it. This is here's the next Star Wars movie. So of course they made a big deal about it. So what are the panels? What are they gonna talk about then, James? I mean, they're gonna have Mando probably do maybe do an Andor and maybe I would say for sure do an Andor because that's where they're shooting it in England. So okay, so you would definitely figure... Mando, uh, Andor, maybe Ahsoka. I'm gonna say maybe Ahsoka. Definitely no to Skeleton Crew. Okay. Or uh, Acolyte. Nothing. So there's no shot that Kevin Feige wants to cross that. Scene. No, there's <laughs> there's no way. There's no way. So take away uh, that's, that's oh god. <laughs> Hey, so Damon Lindelof is that how you say his last yeah. name? Lindel- yeah. He wrote the screenplay and the story for Tomorrowland, 
Really? I'm just going to say that. All right. I'm just going to throw that out there. If you know me and my, 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 uh, my history with Tomorrowland, you'll know that that doesn't make me feel that great. <laughs> you wrote, you wrote that movie. And but isn't Tomorrowland so directed by Brad Bird like a cool like, story? It was, it was a cool story. Just the execution wasn't there. I, it just wasn't a good movie. You did it. It's one of those movies that I've said it before. It's one of those movies you don't know what it's about until the last 15 minutes of the movie. Then they finally tell you, this is what's been going on. You're like, that. this is dumb. Like The whole movie, you're just wondering, why are we doing this? Why is this happening? In the very end, they're like, this is why. And you're like, oh, okay. And then the movie's over. And you're like, all right. I did not like it. (laughs) But anyways. But yeah, so that's my celebration thing. I think that why you're not going, James? (laughs) I think they're going to show you all a teaser for Ahsoka. No, I know they're going to show you a teaser for Ahsoka, but they're not going to show anyone else. They're just going to show the people there at Celebration the teaser for Ahsoka. And that's it. Y'all got to get a poster. I think Ahsoka is going to be the big thing they're going to be pushing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't think they're going to announce who Thrawn is going to be played by? No. And... no. Nope. Nothing. See, I think so. I, yeah, I think we're going to get final casting. All right. Well, let's. Uh, I, I said that today. My faith in the panels at Europe are going to be really low. They're going to be great, but I don't think we're going to be getting any news. Is what I mean. Like we're not going to be getting any like, ooh, like you know, it's just going to be kind of what we already know. Well, the rumor is uh, Lindelof is going to is going to talk about his three possible films. See, I can't see that happening. No? Like, okay. I don't know. Do we uh do we know if we got a celebration next year? Not yet, right? No. Uh traditionally they'll announce it. Right. At, at what do you say, James? There's a rumor though about where it's gonna be. Oh yeah, we can't talk about that. We can't well, we <laughs> no. don't have to say who we heard it from, but <laughs> but we can say that we know something about it. Yeah, we're not gonna say it. But yeah, just just know that we know something about what may happen next year for celebration. Ooh, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll t- we'll tell you off air, General Kenobi. Yeah, we'll yeah we'll tell you off the uh, off the and record. Make sure you don't tell anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> but so traditionally, after celebration, uh, that last day at the closing yeah. ceremony, they announce where the next celebration is going to happen. Right. So I got to so. think, you know, if we uh if we already know that a movie's coming out in twenty twenty five, like I would think they'd also line up one for that. Uh, oh yeah, in, for sure. In, in which you know they're going to be pushing those projects <laughs> like pretty heavily, right? But Every time uh, a film drops, yeah, after it, yeah, in, in the um, prequel era till now, we get a celebration that same year, right? So if we, you know, supposedly are getting movies, what is it back to back? Like twenty five, twenty six. The rumor is back to back to back, like kind right. of like Lord of the Rings style. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Nathan, uh, since you're a paid patron, we'll we'll probably tell you. I'll, I'll, I'll send you a message. There you go. <laughs> uh, right, so well, yeah, I mean that's that's a lot of celebration coming our way. Then I mean, yeah, the yeah, years. we could get one twenty twenty four and twenty twenty five, twenty six and twenty seven. Yeah, that's, that's quite. It's crazy to think what twenty thirty and beyond yeah. is because it's like that's wild. But who knows? Yeah. They may still be making more and more Star Wars movies in twenty thirty. Yeah. Hey. You know, so I'm okay with that. That's gonna be nuts. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's weird for me to think about. I'll be, how old will I be? I'll be uh, 42. Anyways, we don't want to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we got You're old. 
So, um, yeah, I'm older than James, by the way. But um, <laughs> so, yeah, there's a, 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 just a couple more things I want to talk about. So, of course, we all I've talked about how it was like an awesome time period last year when we had um, House of the Dragon and we had She-Hulk and we had Andor all simultaneously dropping. So right now on HBO Max, of course, you can watch The Last of Us starring Pedro Pascal. And I've made the joke on our Facebook group that, um, yeah, this was kind of an odd uh, Mando season opener uh, for that first show. It's like, <laughs> where, where's Grogu at? But yeah, Pedro Pascal, he's he's going to have a tremendous start of 2023. And this was a uh, picture I found of nice. <laughs> Joel and Din Djarin there. You see the logo. I like of, that. Yeah, of... Of the um, God, I'm I'm forgetting so many things. <laughs> of the, uh, uh, the Midasaur and, uh, and the Fireflies. Fireflies. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. I see. That's the symbol. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Pedro Pascal, he's actually going to be this week. He'll be on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, and he will be also hosting Saturday Night Live this Saturday. So, if you wow. want to catch him, those spots, you can. And that last episode of The Last of Us was like one of the best episodes of TV I've ever seen. It no, felt crazy. like to me, a lot of people aren't saying this, but it felt like to me when I saw that episode, it felt like I saw a whole season of a show in one episode. I, I heard was questioning like, is this not, is this like a two hour episode or something? It felt very long, but yeah. still it was very like captivating. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it and I'm probably never going to watch it, but <laughs> why not? I, I'm not, it's just not my, not my thing. He, he didn't get on General Kenobi for not liking Avatar, so come on, get off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so, I mean, I I just have no want to watch it. But um, somebody said they the first ten minutes of Up they did in that last step. They did the whole episode of The Last of Us just like the ten first ten minutes of Up. Like uh, okay. they just drug it out a little bit longer. Yeah, which made me go, okay, I think I know what's gonna happen, and I don't want to watch that. I think I know something sad's gonna happen at the end. But um, so you said this episode was the best piece of television you've seen in a long time. One of the best episodes of TV, but I think it had to do with kind of the setup for the show, all the trailers we saw in the commercials. Mm-hmm. You think it's gonna go one way, but it totally jukes and says no, 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 no. And it's all with the execution and the the handling of the passage of time, which yeah. is something that I really love. Something that I would implement in a show if I did a show. And a lot of people are complaining about that, but it's like, hey, guys. You might see them as like really old people at one point, but at another point, there can be a long, maybe six episode run of them being young together. You know, it's it's one of those things and you could do anything, you know, I mean, it's 2023. I mean, it's and, and it's cool that people have the foundation of the video game on Sony PlayStation, which I I never owned or played, but I kind of knew a little bit of the story and. So you you have you have the people complain oh it doesn't it doesn't go the same way the video game goes and then you have people saying oh I like the deviation and oh man they 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 shouldn't have done what they did and it's like you can't you make any no control they sound like Star Wars fans it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah probably are Star Wars fans looking to complain are. about something but 
I'm, I'm, this is nothing what, what we said, but the, the Dear Billy episode in Stranger Things, I think, was one of the best television episodes I've ever seen in a long time. The one with her running and like running up that hill, like that whole. Uh, I was yeah, like, yeah. I remember watching that with my wife and I looked at her. I was like, that's that's like the one of the greatest things I've ever seen in television. So I'm just going to say that that for me was like, if yeah, you're saying yeah. this episode is up there, I may actually watch it. But for me, that was the peak. That is pretty good, though. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, it kind of. I'm trying to think back to that episode. That episode was really good, um, but Stranger Things season four was just oh yeah great all the way around. It was disgusting how great how great that season was. I was like, really, this is great. This is amazing. Yeah. And then of course, one of the producers uh, is going to do a Star Wars thing as well. We just don't know what it is. Maybe he'll show up to celebration. I believe his name is Sean <laughs> Levy. So. Um, John Levy's doing the Star Wars? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He is. Yep. I forgot. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I like Sean Too Levy. much information to remember, James. And he's doing Deadpool <laughs> 3, right? Yeah. Yes. He's, he's got some type of partnership with Ryan Reynolds. Right. That's the coolest thing I've heard in a long time, that Sean Levy is doing Deadpool 3. So you know that's going to be... That's actually going to be really, really good. I hope. Did you watch uh, the movie they did with uh, Taika? A Free Guy? Yeah. No, I did not. Did you, General had, Kenobi? I did. Tiger. It was entertaining. Um, did you like it? You know, it's it was fun. I mean, I, I took it at face value. They didn't read too much into it. It's just one of those, yeah. like, I like to call them popcorn movies because they just, you know, kind of pop in, kind of pop out. That's it. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was fun. I mean, it kept me entertained. Had some pretty cool cameos on it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's... Wait, it have good. I been using that term wrong this whole time? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Have I have I been using it wrong? I've always thought popcorn movie meant you just sit down and enjoy. It's just you just eat popcorn and watch the movie. <laughs> I don't know. That's how <laughs> I use it. So maybe I'm the one that's wrong. But because <laughs> you just said it, I was like, that sounds amazing. Is that what it means? <laughs> Holy crap! I'm questioning everything. But hey, you know, <laughs> blew James's mind. It, yeah, eating popcorn is also pretty good. So don't get me wrong. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it, it was fun. Like I said, uh, uh, let me put it to you this way. I enjoyed it more than I thought I was gonna. I did have oh, a pretty okay. low low bar for it, um, but I, I thought they did a good job, um, you know, overall. And uh, like I said, you know, some of those cameos were pretty fun. Um, and there and, were Star Wars references in it, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. And along with, I mean, probably most <laughs> people have seen uh, it right now, but uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, the the Marvel stuff too. So it was it was fun. You know, it's a fun movie. And, Tyke, and I think it? at that time, uh, Ryan Reynolds was already talking with, I think the acquisition of fox already happened yeah. so ryan yeah, was just really couldn't time. get in yeah. trouble yeah. yeah exactly so yeah so yeah i'm, I'm definitely looking forward to uh to deadpool 3 uh don't get me wrong i mean that they, they got a tall order right because uh i mean one and two uh so now you know being part of the mcu all of that stuff i'm quite a bit it in the you know again to satisfy the fans but uh i'm looking forward to it it just makes me sad that i don't know we're not that's us right now but star wars is so like the movies we're not talking about the movies because there's nothing there's nothing coming out it's like come on yeah. like tell us something and i know they're not gonna tell us a celebration but i just wish they would just tell us something so we could all be getting excited about like oh this person's gonna be in the next star wars movie you know what i mean like yeah. but no here we are we have to talk about something else because yeah we had to talk about avatar stranger things <laughs> deadpool <Yep>. anyway <laughs> the last of us <laughs> hey we're doing a good nope. job right 
Yeah, good job, James. Uh, so the second to last thing I think I want to talk about here is the fact that this man ain't ever going to stop. Mm-hmm. And he keeps on getting nominated. And he said, I'm not quitting, guys. I'm not retiring. And he's still doing concerts at the Hollywood Bowl, too. I still see people post wow. stuff on Facebook. Hey, I'm watching John Williams. It's like, what? It's like, I, I thought he retired like six films ago. But no, nope. he said he wants to keep going. He he says he's going to retire. And then he does a Star Wars film. And he says, this is my last Star Wars film. No, nobody's going to handle Ray. If, if Ray's in a film, i got to do her music. And he finishes off the trilogy. Then up, I got to do indie. He does indie. Uh, nope, I got to be at Celebration. No matter what, I got to be on stage for the fans. He's there in front of us at Anaheim 2022. And he's still performing, still conducting. He's not going to stop. And he got nominated for an Oscar for the Fablemans. So he will be at this year's Oscars as well. So congratulations to him. He is still at the top. I mean, yeah. it's. I he's mean, still he's, one of the greats. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think he's one of the greats. I think he is the great. I mean, yeah. it's. I, 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 I want to say I'm not a huge fan or like a student of classical music, but I mean, I think you can stick John Williams in there with like the likes of the heavy hitters that we learned about yeah, in elementary say. school. You know, that that would be. I crazy. don't want to say it, and I do want to say it, but <laughs> in like, yeah, in like twenty or thirty years, they look back and they say Mozart, Beethoven, you know, Bach, Bach, yeah. Williams. <laughs> it's gonna yeah. be like who's Williams? John Williams wrote movie, like he wrote music for movies, but they were on par with what everyone else was doing back in the. 16, 17, you know, 1800s. So, yeah, absolutely, man. And he said his the best years of your life are between 90 and 100. So that's why oh he's gosh. he's still going. And like like we say he's not made. He looks he's really healthy too, man, for for a 90-year-old guy. He looks yeah. pretty spry, you know. He absolutely. looks like I mean, he's still moving around conducting and I heard he writes shape. everything by hand. He still writes everything by hand. That's crazy. Everybody uses computers now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I think back to that video of those two, um, like very early, like two, maybe like sixth, sixth grade, seventh grade. They're learning how to play their instruments, and they walk up on the sidewalk to John Williams' house and start playing the Star Wars theme. And of course, it's it doesn't sound hundred percent accurate, but he comes out and he's just like watching them and waves hi to him and talks. It's like John Williams just lives in a normal house down the street. Yeah, <laughs> the greatest so composer think, of all time. Yeah, of all just, time, yeah. I, I think the reason neighbor. he performs at the Hollywood Bowl is because he probably lives like five or ten minutes away from Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another thing, though. He is older, so he's not. Uh, it's not the London Symphony doing Star Wars anymore. You know, it's it's the it's the Hall. I forget what what orchestra it is, but yeah, the movies have to go to him. He's not going to go to New York and record. He's not going to go to London and record. He's going to be staying here in in Hollywood recording. And I think at the Walt Disney. Um, concert hall. That's where he's. Uh, that's where he's been doing his uh, recordings now. Yeah. And um, yeah, for me, him and yeah, him and Hans Zimmer are are up there for like the greatest composers. Um, but yeah, but yeah, John Williams still going, and he broke a record again with the most uh, nominations, Oscar nominations for a human ever. So yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, he already what broke the record. Then he broke another record, and then also he broke the record of being the oldest nominated uh, person <laughs> ever. So wow, that's awesome. You would figure, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. 90? 
What a life, man. And yeah, I mean, why stop, right? I mean, if you yeah, no, feel healthy, I mean, keep going, man, please. If it's what you love, it's like, why Why would you stop? You know, Absolutely. and um, and apparently the rumor has it he might actually, he might win for Fablemans. Um, he might win best score, which will be really, really cool. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And um, who's the front yeah. runner? I think he is the front runner okay. for score. From what I've heard, I know Oscar talked, but Spielberg and him are like the front runners for director and best score. So um, nice. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. And uh, of course, Spielberg is going to be doing a documentary about John Williams. I think we've already talked about that, um, which I think that's pretty cool. They were like, would you ever do a movie about somebody? He goes, no, I'd do a documentary about John Williams. Yes. Fun. Yes. Thanks for mentioning that, James. There's going to be a documentary that Steven Spielberg is involved with about John Williams. And it's going to be tremendous, man. I mean, it could be like a six part thing and we would all just watch it and just be like, wow. And I'm figuring there's so much stuff we don't know about him. So many stories. I mean, 90 years old, rubbing elbows with everyone in the business and everyone. Yeah. It's, I mean, just, I mean, think about it. Harry Potter, Jurassic Park, ET, Star Wars, of course, Jaws started it all. Schindler's list. Schindler's list. I mean, yeah, you it's, it's, ridiculous you forget great stuff that he's done i mean it's just incredible yeah i still say his main theme for rise of skywalker i think is one of the most beautiful in all star wars i think when that theme came on in the movie i remember just going like wow he did it he he was like this is the last one i gotta make a song that kind of harkens back to the original so the new ones and then and then this and then i was when i first heard it i was like oh my what a jerk. He actually he, <laughs> what <a> jerk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. he pulled it off so well to where I go back and listen to that theme and I'm just like, gosh, it's beautiful. You're so, like, and, 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 I, I wanted to complain about this movie, but I know right? music, I can't it's not letting I me. Like, I wanted to complain if, if he could deliver and he, yeah, he did deliver. Did them, oh. Yeah. <laughs> he and got James nominated. A, yeah. Yeah. James is a music guy. He's musically inclined. So it's very different for James. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. So yeah, before we uh, talk about the last thing here, I, I wanted to talk about uh, where you can find uh, the general here. Uh, you can find him on General Kenobi's Bunker on YouTube. That's right. And uh, guys, if you are so inclined to listening to, uh, you know, David, you know, his beautiful voice, please make sure you check out The High Ground, which is our live show that happens every Wednesday around 8 p.m. Central. He was kind enough to be my guest on episode 29. So definitely go check that out, uh, you know, and I, I appreciate the the, uh, the assist. And uh, it's going to be funny for you guys to see uh, him, you know, getting the tables turned, uh, you know, of him not being in control for once. <laughs> <laughs> and also on Instagram, general.kenobis.bunker. That's right. And, uh, yeah, we'd appreciate it if you check out our Instagram, too. Uh, that's where we post a lot of our... Um, Updates with the channel, you know, when we're going live, when we have a new video drop, you know, what we found on the latest hunt, et cetera, et cetera. We also post some of the news for Star Wars as well. Uh, so, yeah, please, uh, I would appreciate it if you check out general.kenobis.bunker over at Instagram. Ooh. And last but absolutely not least, we all are also on TikTok, general underscore Kenobis underscore bunker. So please give me a follow if you're not. Uh, I showcase a little bit of my collection there on tiktok you know i'm trying to get better at it i'm still trying to crack the code but uh yeah <laughs> we post some fun stuff and uh a lot of toys so if you enjoy you know star wars collecting definitely go check us out there 
Nice. Yeah, I did watch your video today when you went to that uh, convention in in New Braunfels, Texas, and yeah. uh, it was pretty good, man. It thanks, was, it was thanks. Really good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, Thank you. You showed that. some of the figures for Star Wars for the uh, expanded universe. Yes. And I had no idea that those figures even existed. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's funny because I posted a little short about uh, a space trooper. I don't know if you guys, if you remember those guys. Um, back from the comic books of Heir to the Empire, and they made a little figure about that, you know, in in uh, back in the 90s. And so I posted that, you know, on TikTok and, and YouTube, and a lot of people were hitting me up. It's like, is that a thing? Like, is that is that a real thing? I'm like, dude, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, no, they, they've been out for like 30 years, right? Uh, it's just, you know, not, not a whole lot of people know uh, some of those stories on the expanded universe, so. Awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm definitely, I like going to toy stores and looking at, like, I, I just showed them right before we started recording the new toys I got. Uh, yeah, very nice. And, very good um, pickups. So, yeah, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to, I think I'm going to start hitting up a lot of toy stores. Locally. Very nice. Fine, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for the Star Wars Stuff podcast, you can find us on YouTube. Thank you so much. If you're watching us here, like and subscribe, of course, on Instagram, Star Wars Stuff podcast, on Twitter, at Stuff Pod course we're on patreon show us your support there uh also we are on tiktok as well as uh general kenobi there uh star stuff podcast at gmail.com you can email us your questions thoughts we'll try and get back to you um but i'll let you know this guys um when you have an email address that you put out there you get thousands of emails from all kinds of different places and it's hard to sift through a lot of this stuff. It's like, is this real? Is this fake? Is this, and you try and block it and somehow they get around the blockade. Yeah. So my blockade is, isn't as good as the separatists. For some reason. I don't know. Does but... the Prince of Namibia really need my help? <laughs> Does he know? really need me to send him money? Exactly. Not, that yeah. Not that far off. Not that far off. Is he yeah, really in and... trouble? Yeah. Because I'm a little yeah. concerned now. <laughs> yeah. And... Tell me that story. And I need to know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of malicious things too, like ransomware. And yeah, it, it's, oh, yeah. it's a minefield. But uh, you can find us also on Facebook. We have a Star Wars stuff podcast group and we have a page on Facebook if you're a Facebooker. Uh, also, uh, give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Write a review. The reviews Please. are fun to uh, read. Uh, the more comical they are, the, the better. <laughs> <laughs> I know Colin loves to read them. Um, also on Spotify as well, if you give us five stars there. They just started that several months ago. Uh, rate us there. And uh, if you want to know where you can find all of us at, uh, we also have a little kind of website here, Star Wars Stuff, or actually StuffPodcastNetwork.com. You can go there and uh, I think a link to all of our different platforms that we're on. So for the final thing that I wanted to talk about was... Um, I guess we're going to end on a little somber note here, but a lot of people remember her for, in a long time, I used to think of this person as Shirley from Laverne and Shirley, Cindy Williams. So she auditioned, uh, this photo uh, was taken from uh, some video that I think we're, we're all kind of familiar with, when she auditioned to play Princess Leia um, for the original Star Wars back all the way back in the 70s. And they, if, if you did buy the the VHSs back in the day, if you're of a certain age, you got to see some of these auditions. And you get to see Sidney Williams, of course, right here, pictured here on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, um, Twitter, 
And you also get to see Kurt Russell auditioning for Han Solo. And uh, I think there's one more person that was kind of... You see, I, I, uh, Martin Sheen uh, auditioned for uh, Han Solo as well, I believe. And, no, no, yeah. wait, wait, wait. don't listen to me. No, listen to me. <laughs> That was another yeah, I don't remember the Martin Sheen so much, but I know the, the kind of like the running joke was also Burt Reynolds was a possibility. Yes. <laughs> Al Pacino. But, yeah, Al Pacino as well. Yeah, that's I know that one's legit. But uh unfortunately, um she was uh the, there's a interview that I'm about to play here at the end of the podcast so you can listen to her talk about her experience auditioning for Star Wars. She said she was 26 years old in this picture right here. And Carrie Fisher was 18 or 19 um, when she auditioned. I believe 18. And, of course, she didn't get the part, but uh, she, uh, uh, she was a finalist. And I just wanted to uh, remember her. She passed away at the age of 75. So uh, we just want to uh, remember her as uh, a part of the Star Wars universe. And I always think about the fact that she could have been our princess. And, mm-hmm. of course, she yeah. went on to other really huge things in her career so but before um, that though she was uh she she was in american graffiti which was directed by george lucas right yes she got that audition for star wars um yes and she does mention it in the interview i'm about to play so that's gonna send us off here uh so for general kenobi and james herrera my name's david and may the force be with you always I remember this dialogue that was impossible to say because it was like the Cretans on, on planet, you know, in the universe of, in the galaxy of, you know, free or it just was, went on and on. And I, I just, and it was, I, in my mind's eye, I think it was in the same studio that I, I auditioned for American Graffiti. I'm not sure, but I was, I thought, oh, this, this is, Unbelievable. And I remember Harrison and um, Fred Forrest is who, Frederick Forrest is who I auditioned with. And I remember him going, geez, <laughs> something. I mean, it was very difficult, um, but that's all I remember about that. I think I was doing Laverne and Shirley at the time. Do you remember how far along in the audition process you got? Did you just do the one audition? Yeah. Um, and then I remember having a dream that George hired this girl who still played with dolls. And I thought, he's going to hire someone younger. Because initially, because we all knew about this um, movie when we did American Graffiti, that he was writing this other movie. And and uh, he wanted them to be all, all those characters to be like 14, 15, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, I knew that. And then by the time I got around, you know, to Star Wars, auditioning for that, I was 26. And so I had that dream. And I knew I wasn't going to get it. I knew it was going to be someone younger than me. And I think Carrie was just 18 or something when she got it. But who could, you could never think of anyone else being Princess Leia. I mean, you just couldn't.